Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 see golden valley a service of salem media group with srn news i'm rich thomason in washington another sign that the u.s economy continues humming right along a private survey finds american businesses grew their payrolls by 177,000 jobs last month. Payroll processor ADP says hiring was led by employers with more than 50 workers, with the education and health, as well as the leisure and hospitality sectors, reporting strong gains. The figures come one day before the government releases its monthly employment report. Economists have forecast that Friday's official report will show solid job growth of 195,000. Correspondent Jeremy House. British counterterrorism investigators looking into the poisoning of two people critically injured by exposure to a military-grade nerve agent that was developed by the Soviets. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 119 points, the Nasdaq 48 points higher. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Coming up here on Wellness 1570, Mr. Scott Black. He's live with Like It Matters Radio just minutes from now. 651-289-4466 is the number to join the program. But first, your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios. We'll see uh, sunshine this afternoon. It'll be warm, mid-80s, and then a very nice week. If you're not working, you'll love it. Sunshine, low to mid-80s, all the way through Sunday. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Intelligent Radio, online at am1280thepatriot.com. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about principle-centered. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we're all driven by something. You know, we all are motivated. You know, that I love words. You know, two of my favorite ologies, you know, the study of things, is etymology, which is the study of words, the study of the origin of words, the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history, and eschatology. That's the part of theology concerned with death, judgment, and the final destiny of the soul and of humankind. And so I love words. And, uh, you know, the word motivation. You know, if you look at the word motivation, the base of the word is moat, M-O-T. If you think about the word emote, emotion. If you think about the word motivation. If you think about the word motor, right? That's what drives us. Our motivation is what drives us. Matter of fact, the secret to motivation uh, is a simple question. What do you want? You know, you can motivate your spouse if you just know what they want. You can motivate your kids if you just know what they want. You can motivate your employees if you just know what they want. Now, just knowing what they want isn't enough, I should say. But once you know what they want and you help them get it, now that's motivation. I think it was Zig Ziglar that said a long time ago that you can have anything in life you want. If you just help enough people get what they want. And it's something that we value. It's something that we desire. It's something that we truly, truly want. 
And what you're seeing uh, is base desires of people. You know, there's a, uh, I think it's Second Peter 2.22, and it's just a requote from Proverbs, says, The dog returns to its own vomit, and the sow, after washing herself, returns to wallow in the mire. And that's such a powerful statement because uh, people return to what they know. In times of despair, people go to what they know. There's a proverb out there that says, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And so today we're going to go to principle-centered, principle-centered leadership, principle-centered living, uh, principle-centered life. Because that's really what it matters, uh, what it comes down to. And, uh, and it rips me apart because, man, I, I see so much going on there, out there, that tells us who we really are. I just saw this article, Bronx Teen Denied Help as He Bled to Death Inside Bodega. This was uh, from June 26. A 15-year-old New York City teen who died last week after being brutally hacked with a machete outside a deli went in the store after the attack to seek help, but instead was denied medical assistance and was asked to leave. A disturbing new video shows. Graphic surveillance footage posted online, which is drawing widespread outrage Tuesday on social media, captures the sequence of events inside the Zesarina grocery store in the Bronx last Wednesday, before and after Lissandro Guzman Feliz was attacked. Please have since um, arrested seven men. This is terrible. So this guy's being attacked, wrongfully attacked by gang members. He runs into a store... Uh, he's bleeding to get help. The guy tells him to leave, basically ignores him. He gets, the guys come in, drag him outside again, butcher him, hack him with a, a machete, and then he runs back in, and the guy ignores him, won't give him aid, actually passes by him like he's not there, and the guy dies. It just stuns me. I'm like, what could these people be thinking? Uh, here's another article from July 4th, yesterday. Texas mother arrested for allegedly selling young children. A Texas mother has been arrested for allegedly selling her young children. Esmeralda Garza, 29, was arrested by Texas Department of Public Safety after she allegedly sold her 7-year-old boy to two men. Now, you know what those two men would have done with that little boy. But hold on, Garza was also in the process of selling two other children a two-year-old girl and her third-year-old daughter. So a two-year-old girl and a three-year-old girl she was also going to sell. The arrest occurred after DPS officials executed a drug search warrant. So we find out what the most important principle here is. Garza of Corpus Christi was charged with the sale of purchase of a child, which is a third-degree felony. You may imagine it's only a third-degree felony to purchase a child. She's being held on a $100,000 bond. An additional male and female will also arrest in the raid, although it was unclear if they were involved in the alleged drug activity or the sale of children. A dog returns to its vomit. See, principle-centered means there's something that motivates you, something that moves you, something above all else uh, that, that keeps you going. Uh, and, and a lot of people don't know who they are. They don't know why they're here, and they have a tendency to fall for a lot of things. And that's why we need to have principles. We need to have a foundation. We need to know basic questions, the, the existential questions of life. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? These are existential questions. They, do, they go to the foundation of our existence. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again?
If all else was to fall away, what would keep you going? When you lose everything else, what's your foundation? Don't you hear it? That's the importance. That's what principle-centered is. What do you stand for when all else falls away? What do you believe above all else? And we live in a time of easy believism, where we're supposed to just get along with everybody else, just supposed to believe like everybody else. We're supposed to buy into everybody else's values. And I got this article from teachingvalues.com. It says, it is essential that we realize the importance of principles, since they offer us the only way to find a higher understanding. If we begin to ignore principles, the debate becomes a battle between man-made paradigms, and it can literally go on forever, often leading to violence. If everyone was principle-centered, a difference of opinion would never lead to violence because it would not cause people to see their opponents as enemies. And by the way, in the rules of radical, one of the key things that they tell you is to demonize your opponents. When you can make your opponents less than human, it's less than human, then you can do anything. That's what the Nazis did to the Jews. That's what uh, white people who hated black people did uh, in the early foundation of this country. They make them less than human, like three-quarters of a human, maybe half a human. Maybe they make them a dog, or maybe they make them a pig, right? So by focusing on principles, we're able to see beyond our personal egos, and we do not feel threatened by people with a different opinion. Instead of seeking to assert our own position as a form of emotional self-defense, we can avoid being caught up in a maelstrom of emotions. And by focusing on principles, we can find a new and higher position on the issue that goes beyond the opinions we started out with. In a principle-centered debate, both sides will win because they become liberated from paradigms that limited their personal growth. If the leaders, even a large part of the people in a democratic nation, have become self-centered and no longer respect timeless principles, then the democratic process cannot work. Democracy in itself cannot guarantee freedom and justice, since that can only take place in the human psyche. When we are principle-centered, we realize two basic facts of life. Number one, we have both immediate and long-term desires, and to find happiness, we must balance the two. If we only consider our immediate desires, we may destroy the possibility of fulfilling long-term desires. And secondly, we live in a world of cause and effect, as described by Newton's law of action and reaction. Everything we do has an effect that reaches beyond ourselves. It produces consequences, consequences which will often return to affect us. So unless we consider the possible consequences, we cannot know if the price we have to pay is worth the benefit gained by fulfilling an immediate desire. In this ability to see principles as enlightened self-interest that gives to rise to democratic society. And her last quote here, and I'm going to end this article, says, Timeless principles are meant to serve us as guidelines that will allow us to avoid being dominated by the lower aspect of human nature. And what you see going on around us right now is we seem to be dominated by the lowest uh, the, the lowest principle of, uh, what is it, the, by the lowest pr principle of human nature. And I'm going to tell you that when you know who you are, when you know why you're here, you know whose you are, when you know where you're going, then everything else changes. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about principle-centered leadership and life because you and me both, we're all under construction. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. 
most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hey, welcome to our show. Hey, and we got some news. Premier Pool and Spa is having a truckload sale. Does that mean there's just one or two of them are on sale? Because that's all that fits in my truck, eh? Did uh, you just fall off a truck? Yeah, that's why I talk like this, eh? No, that means that all the hot tubs and swim spas in the inventory are all on sale, plus the next two truckloads, and they're all on sale. And if they don't have what you want, they can build exactly what you're looking for, and it'll be on sale too, eh? Well, shouldn't you wait for all the summer fair sales? Because everyone says that's the best time of year to buy, eh? Hey, remember the people have to pay to have a booth at the fair? And then when you look at the deals, it includes that cost in there. So it's not really a deal. So why wait till another time when the deals now are just as hot as the weather? Buy now and get what you want when you want it at this big truckload sale. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Essen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? Take off. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, Here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. We got Trevor K. spinning the dials in the production booth, and you got Mr. Black talking, talking, talking. And you are where you are, and I am so honored uh, that you choose to join me. You know, time is a precious commodity. It's one of the one things we can never replace out of everything else in life. We can never replace our time. So where you spend your time matters. And, you know, uh, we are all motivated by something. We are all moved by something. You know, again, I love to study words, and motivation has the root of M-O-T, uh, just like what your uh, car has, what kind of motor you got in that thing, just like emotions. People are afraid of emotions, and yet emotions move us, emote they move us. Don't you see the word? What is their motivation for why that person killed that person? What's their motivation for why that person was driving down the street 80 miles an hour? What were you thinking when you get pulled over by a cop? What were, Right? They want to know what's driving us. 
And that's why if you don't know what you stand for, then you will fall for everything. And everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And yes, yet most people don't know what they believe. And yet our 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 our, our values, our, our our beliefs, those those core bedrock principles, if you will, are what drives everything. And when all else fades away, we go to that. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When you remove everything else, when you remove the comforts, when you remove the security. When you rec- remove all that, you'll see what type of person you've got. That's why for some of you who walk with God, the God of the Bible, boy, if you truly want to get close to God, God might take everything else away from you. Because we get so wrapped up into to making ends meet. We get so busy with this fake world. We get so tied up in doing time. Going through the motions, checking the boxes, getting through the next month, getting through the next summer, getting through the next school year, getting through the next anniversary, getting through the next trauma, getting through the next drama. And then we are at the end of our lives and we wonder, what difference did I make? Because there's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to be lying on our deathbed. We're going to be wondering, did it matter one bit? Did it matter one bit that the God of the universe breathed life into us? What difference did it make? Why were you given the gift of life? How many lives are different? Who have you impacted? Whose world is better because you have lived on this planet? What do you value? You know, my dad died. My mom's dying. My nephew, he just died a year ago, July 3rd. I've had a lot of deaths around me. And please don't investigate me. I promise you I'm not doing it. But my mom's dying. My mom's the leader of my life. You know, I'm going to take this radio show nationwide, and we're working to take our company from where it's at now to where God's calling us. There's a lot going on. I got my mom dying. My mom's my accountant, the leader in my life. And my mom's taught me so much. You just make things happen. And my mom had a conversation with me a while back, said, you know, I'm going to do this chemo. I'm going to do these bone transfusions, blood transfusions. I'm going to do all the things the doctor asked me to do. But I just want you to know, son. When I can't do no more, I need you to support me. It was a very emotional conversation. I get emotional just talking about it. He says, Mom, I promise you, when you say you're done, that you can't do any more, I will make sure that I'm your number one defender, that I will talk to my brothers and sisters and make sure they know that you're ready to go home and be with God. My dad, who died in February, He had a different value. He wanted to live. He wanted to live at all costs, no matter what. My big fear was he didn't know God. And so, man, when this thing ends, if you don't know God, it's not pretty on the other side. But for those of us that do know God, when this thing ends, we win. To live is Christ, to die is gain. Out 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 of body in the presence of Christ. And so if you don't know that, I'd love to talk to you about that. Email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. I want to share a story with you. story starts in a quaint little monastery where one day a little monk asked his elder, Master, what is the greatest value of my life? The elder smiled at him but didn't give him the answer. Instead, he told the young monk to go on a little journey. Before I give you the answer, I want you to complete a mission. Go outside to the garden and find a large stone. 
then take the stone down to the market and sell it. If someone asks you for the price of the stone, stay silent, and instead just stretch out two fingers in response. If someone offers you money for it, don't sell the stone. Bring it back to me, and I will tell you the answer to your question. The little monk set off early the next morning and carried the large stone to the market to sell. The market was crowded that day, and all the people were very curious about the mysterious young monk and his stone. Suddenly, a housewife came over and asked, How much are you selling that stone for? The young monk stretched out two fingers. The housewife said, Two dollars? The little monk shook his head, and the housewife replied, So it's twenty dollars? Well, okay. I've been looking for a good paperweight to use at home. The little monk couldn't help but think to himself, My goodness, someone's willing to fork out $20 to buy this worthless stone. There are thousands more in the hills where that came from. However, the little monk followed his master's instructions and keeping the stone cheerfully went back to report his accomplishment. Master, you won't believe it. Today, there was a housewife who offered $20 to buy my stone. Now, can you tell me what is the greatest value of my life? The elder monk replied, very good, but your mission is not over yet. Tomorrow morning, I want you to go and try it again. This time, take the stone to the museum instead. Come back to me afterwards, and I will tell you the answer to your question. The next morning in the museum, a group of curious onlookers stood whispering amongst themselves. It looks like an ordinary stone, but what's so special about it? There must be some hidden value, or why would the little monk bring it here? At this moment, a person sprang out from the crowd and shouted out to the little monk, asking, Little monk, how much are you selling the stone for? Once again, the little monk didn't say anything and just showed him two fingers. The man said, Two hundred dollars. The little monk shook his head and the man replied, Of course, two thousand dollars then. I will carve this stone into a statue and make it a work of art. Upon hearing the offer, the little monk was taken aback in shock. Almost giddy from excitement, the little monk remembered his master's instructions and rushed back to the monastery before anyone could say another word. Master, master, today someone offered me $2,000 for my stone. I don't believe what's happening. Now, can you tell me what the greatest value of my life is? The elder monk laughed and said, not so fast. I have one last task for you. Tomorrow... I want you to do this one more time. This time, take the stone down to the art collector shop. When you come back, I promise to give you your answer. So the next morning of the third day, the little monk brought his stone to the art collector store. It seemed the story of the little monk and his mysterious stone had spread throughout the town, as immediately he was surrounded by a group of people. They murmured excitedly to each other in hushed tones. The little monk is shrewd. He must know the true value of this precious rock to bring it here. Finally, one person asked him, Little monk, what is the asking price for your wonderful stone specimen? As before, the little monk stretched out his two fingers without replying. Twenty thousand, another man asked, completely stunned. The little monk blurted out a garbled reply before covering his now wide open mouth in a fluster. Thinking that he had angered the little monk with a low ball price, the man immediately corrected himself. Oh, no, no, no. I meant to say 200,000 then. Wait! 
So stunned was the little monk that he picked up stone and ran all the way back to the monastery, leaving the entire crowd in uproar. Panting excitedly, he described his experience at the art collector. Master, master, we're rich. Someone just offered $200,000 for the stone. Surely now you can finally tell me what the greatest value of my life is, please. Smiling, the elder monk patted the young monk on the head and gently said, My child, you have already discovered the answer to your own question. The greatest value of your life is just like this stone. At the market, you are only worth $20. And at the museum, you are worth $2,000. But if you place yourself at the art collector, you are worth $200,000. So the value of your life is exactly where you place yourself to be. The decision is yours. To make. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? This powerful on so many levels. I could do a week's worth of radio shows of the different lessons from that story right there. And by the way, whether stories real or true or not has no value at all. What matters is the truth inside the story. It's like I love nuts. And nuts are nutrient-dense. In other words, there's a lot of nutrients packed in that little bitty nut. That's the same value of principles. When you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again and again and again, there is great value in that. And when you live your life like it matters, it does, it has to. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy because, ladies and gentlemen, there are only three levels of living. And at some points, you must make that decision. You must draw the line in the sand, just like at the Alamo. Today, I have a choice for you. Blessings or curse? Life or death? Hope or hopeless? The three levels of living, you're either surviving, you're just taking care of yourself. You're self-focused. Just a squirrel getting his nut. Or you can live a level of success, which again, depending on what your definition of success is, might be a little bit different. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about principle-centered living. We'll be right back. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. It's July, and now is the time for hot weather. According to the CDC, although anyone at any time can suffer from heat-related illness, 
Some people are at greater risk than others. Infants and young children, people 65 years of age or older, people who are overweight or people who overexert during work or exercise, people who are physically ill, especially with heart disease or high blood pressure, among others. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And again, if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to live a principle-centered life, if you truly want to be the best that you were created to be, then this radio show has to be part of your daily experience. One hour a day, 48, uh, actually probably 50 minutes roughly of content to focus your mind, your conscious and unconscious mind, to resuscitate your heart, to get yourself focused in the right direction, that's what we're talking about. And so if you miss any of this radio show, uh, you can listen to it lots of different ways. You can go to iTunes, uh, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. And then at the end of each of our radio shows, they'll make it available to you in podcast form. You can go to likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, we have this show. They'll be on there in a couple hours. And then uh, probably the last four or five months on there as well, you can listen to shows at your own leisure. Uh, you can go to uh, Facebook. Go to Facebook.com. Like us on Facebook. And by the way, uh, because on Facebook, not only do you know what we're doing for the day, but you can also communicate with us. And I had someone ask the question, hey, you said three levels of living, and you just said survival and success. Thank you. So the three levels of living, your survival, success, and significance. And again, if you listen to my radio show a long time, you would know that. No, just kidding. <laughs> survival is about self. Your self-focus, just getting through something. Success, depending on the definition, is still a lot more self-focused, but it could include others depending on the definition. But the third level called significance requires an other's focus. It requires an other's focus. And so the life of significance is one we're talking about. If you're going to live a life of significance, then you must live a principle-centered life. It's absolutely uh, critical, and it's incredibly useful. Whatever, I I can't merge two words that mean two different things there. Sorry about that. Uh, 
And so you need to know we are in some local markets. We are in St. Louis on 95.1 uh, and 1260 AM. Praise the St. Louis Gospel Experience every uh, Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. We're in um, Richmond, Virginia. So honored uh, to be in Richmond, Virginia. We play there every uh, Monday through Friday from 6 to 7. And we'll actually be doing our first class ever in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd uh, through the 25th. Uh, so ha- happy to be part of that uh, community. And, of course, our base station there in Minneapolis and St. Paul, AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. All wellness all the time. An entire radio station, entire format dedicated to you, the listener. Man, I love being a part of Minneapolis. Minneapolis is my uh, my future home. Minneapolis, I call it a second home right now. That's where the rest of the team uh, hangs out is in Minneapolis. And so uh, you can listen lots of different ways. And the good news, if you go to iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, not only do we play from 9 to 10 a.m., we replay 5 to 6 because of our connection to Minneapolis. And so if you go to iHeartRadio, you query Google. You can't Google on iHeart, sorry. You query your search, Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. There you'll be. You know, one of the most successful coaches ever has been John Wooden, right? Uh, the Wizard of Westwood. I think he won 10 uh, national championships. And I like to talk about a lot uh, John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. You know, it, because, again, it goes to these principles. And I never forget the story about when John Wooden first got these top recruits. I mean, these are people that could technically go in the NBA from from high school, I mean, that type of people. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, people like that. And uh, hear the story about one of his first things he ever did as a coach is he would teach their players. These are successful players already, the best of the best that are going to one of the best colleges in the world. And he teaches them how to put on their socks and shoes because he's a very principle-driven man. He says success is peace of mind. That's really what comes down to the satisfaction in knowing that you did your best and the best that you're capable of becoming. And so he put together this pyramid of these values. And he said the first two blocks of the pyramid are the two cornerstones because to be strong, you have to have a strong foundation, says Wooden. The cornerstones of success to me in anything are hard work and enjoying what you are doing. So one cornerstone is industriousness and the other is enthusiasm. But these words, these principles like friendship and loyalty, cooperation, self-control, alertness, initiative, intentness, conditioning, skill, team spirit, poise and confidence, competitive greatness, uh, ambition, properly focused, adaptability to any situation, resourcefulness and proper judgment, fight, effort and hustle, faith through prayer, Patience, good things take time. Reliability, others depend on you. Integrity speaks for itself. Honesty in all ways. Sincerity makes friends. I mean, the foundation, he won championships. He changed young men's life. And these were already men that were doing great things. And yet, because he taught them how to live principle-centered lives, it wasn't about the score in the court. It was about the score of life. And so one thing I used to love the show of parks and recreation. And uh, uh, there's a guy on there called Ron Swanson. And Ron Swanson, it's a character, it's played by Nick Offerman, developed what's called a pyramid of greatness over the course of many years. And it's a perfectly calibrated recipe for maximum personal achievement. And I love this because it's, it's tongue-in-cheek. 
again, Ron Swanson, if you know the show, is a principle-centered guy. Now, most people wouldn't be supportive of his principles. He would definitely be a, a Trump supporter, if you know the character at all. Uh, definitely. And he's, uh, he, he, he knows what he believes. And so he did this, I believe, off of John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. I, it's called the Pyramid of Greatness. Category one, he says, honor. If you need it to find, you don't have it all. Period. Category two, he said, America, the only country that matters. If you want to experience other cultures, use an atlas or a ham radio. Category two, then right next to it, buffets. Whenever available, choose quantity over quality, but beef over everything else. Then you put category three, weapons, best used whenever you can. Uh, category three, woodworking, man imposing his will on nature with tools. And category number three, welfare avoidance. Category number four, again, this is just going through what uh, John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. Category number four, teamwork. Work together as if your life depends on it. It does. Selfishness, take what's yours. Haircuts, three acceptable styles, high and tight, crew cut, and buzz cut. Greatness itself, the best revenge. And he says category five, discipline, the ability to repeat a boring thing over and over again. Attire, shorts over six inches are capri pants. Shorts under six inches are European. Self-reliance, trust yourself. Suspicion, do not trust anyone else. Skim milk, avoid it. Category six, cow protein, pig protein, chicken protein, romantic love, deer protein, fish, sport only. Fish is practically a vegetable. Category seven, intensity, give 100%. 110% is impossible. Only idiots recommend that. Torso should be thick and impenetrable. Old wooden selling ships, they're beautiful. B.O., cultivating a manly musk, puts your opponents on notice. Stillness, don't waste energy moving unless necessary. Skim milk, that's right, it's on here twice. Avoid it. Cursing, there's only one bad word, taxes. If any other word is good enough for sailors, it's good enough for you. Category eight, friends, one to three is sufficient. Property rights, they exist. Do not let them be taken away from you. Masonry, walls make you strong. Defending them makes you even stronger. Cabins, places to rest that are made of logs. I mean, it goes on. But in that, again, whether you agree with it or not, Ron Swanson has some principles. By the way, which brings me uh, to a story. I'll never forget this. Uh, we used to really love parks and recreation. And so uh, what I thought we'd do is like three or four years ago, uh, Nick Offerman was doing a comedy gig, and he was at the uh, uh, Indian Casino. We uh, we live in Texas, and there's an Indian Casino right on the state line with Oklahoma. And so he was playing there, so we figured, you know what, I'd take my bride out for her birthday. She loves a good com- uh, comedy. Uh, she loves. Uh, she used to love Parks and Recreation, Nick Offerman, uh, as Ron Swanson. And so, man, we'd have two nights at the hotel, uh, we'd see a nice comedy show. We'd get a little R&R, a little grown-up time together. I thought, what a great event. So I surprised my wife, uh, bought tickets, got the hotel room for two nights, did all this other stuff, planned it ahead of time. And so we go there, uh, and we're sitting there, and the show starts. Uh, and, oh, my gosh, it was not what we expected because we'd become principle-centered people. You know, our walk with God as we get closer and closer to God has been altering who we are and where we place ourselves. And so, um, wow, when they first started off, the, the whole first gig had a little uh, banjo or a little ukulele, and he played it, and the, the first 10 minutes was all about um, um, 
people manually stimulating themselves. Yeah, I know a lot of kids watch, so I don't want to, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, people taking care of their own needs. And it was a graphic detail uh, about hair and all this. It was just really, and so Val and I look at each other, okay, we don't want to be prudes. Uh, everybody else is laughing. It's not that funny. Boy, it, it could have been funny if he spent 15 seconds on it, not 15 minutes, laboring out, belaboring it. So, you know, we figure, you know, we don't want to be prudes. We, you know, spend a lot of money, time here. You know, come on, just get over it. Come on, you know, get a little tough skin. It's okay. We agreed, uh, no, you know, not let it get to us. But then after that, after that 15 minutes of that, then he went into a song called Bobblehead Jesus or Dashboard Jesus. I don't remember. It was so offensive to me. Uh, and he basically talked about having a little, like a hula skirt doll on his little hood, on his little dashboard. And he said that as long as he had bobblehead Jesus there, a little, to, then he could do whatever he wanted. And he graphically explained what he meant. Uh, and it was jaw-dropping graphic. And everything said, but it was all okay as long as you had bobblehead Jesus. And Val and I looked at each other and go, man, we can't, we can't sit here. We can't let him talk about our God that way. Uh, and so without making a scene, we left, and we actually wound up giving our tickets to someone that was waiting in line to buy tickets. They were going to buy tickets anyway, so we didn't want them to get more money, so we gave them our tickets. And it was the weirdest thing because we had realized at that point that who we were had changed, that we used to be able to sit through that stuff because our principles had changed, our driving forces had changed. We could no longer allow ourselves to be in that presence listening to that stuff. And so part of the thing about being principal center is it's going to remove some things. It actually removes some choices. So after the break, we're going to go into detail of what it means to be principal centered. I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America. 
I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My my heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And next week, we're going to be in Sacramento, California. We're going to be in Sacramento, California. We have Team 186. We've got a nice closed class out there, 16 people. Uh, And we are still looking for staff members. So if you're a graduate, we only allow graduates to staff. Uh, man, reach out to us. Reach out to Ms. Black because we need a staff member. But, man, uh, lives are going to change next week in Sacramento, California. And then in August, we're going to be in um, Richmond, Virginia. September, we'll be in Sacramento again, and we'll be in Minneapolis. So please go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you change your life. You want to change your life, ladies and gentlemen? You must start with your thinking. So I teach you how you work. What a concept. I teach you how you work. And today, we are talking about principle-centered. Knowing who you are, knowing why you're here, knowing what your purpose is. And it is so key. Uh, Stephen Covey put it this way in the book, Principle-Centered Leadership. Effective people lead their lives and manage their relationships around principles. Ineffective people attempt to manage their time around priorities and their tasks around goals. Think effectiveness with people, efficiency with things. That is so powerful. How about this one? Principle-centered leadership is practiced from the inside out on four levels. One, personal, my relationship with myself. Two, interpersonal, my relationships and interactions with others. Three, managerial, my responsibility to get a job done with others. And four, organizational, my needs to organize people, to recruit them, train them, compensate them, build teams, solve problems, and create aligned structure, strategy, and systems. Each level is necessary, but insufficient meaning. Don't you get it? You need to know why you're here, who you are, what your purpose is. So I love to share quotes. You know, think about the Dr. Benjamin Elias May. See if you can hear what some of his uh, values are with this quote. It must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. Every man and woman is born into the world to do something unique and something distinctive, and if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. It isn't a disgrace not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach. Talk about a great man of the civil rights movement, a man who believed in the power of education. How about this? One of my favorite stories, there was, a cu- there was this couple that had two children, 
and the parents were worried that the boys had developed extreme personalities. One was a total pessimist, the other a total optimist. The parents took them to a psychiatrist to see what they could do to help them. First, the psychiatrist treated the pessimist. Wanting to brighten his outlook, the psychiatrist took him into a room, piled to the ceiling with brand new toys. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter? The psychiatrist asked, baffled. Don't you want to play with any of the toys? Yes, the little boy bawled. But if I did, I'd only break them. Next, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. Wanting to dampen his outlook, the psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. But instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust, the optimist emitted just the yelp of delight the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. Then he clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop with his bare hands. What do you think you're doing, the psychiatrist asked, just as baffled by the optimist as he had been by the pessimist. With all this manure, the little boy replied, beaming, there must be a pony in there somewhere. Right? Do you see the underlying values? Right? The dog returns to its own vomit, and the sow, after washing herself, returns to wallow in the mire. We return to what we know. That's why you got to put this stuff in at the unconscious level. This must be structural. You've got to replace some other things with some new things. That's why I love the Optimist Creed by Christian D. Larson that was written in 1912. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. That's powerful. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. Don't you hear the principles there? Principle-centered leadership. To know who you are, to know why you're here, to know what your purpose are, to know what moves you, what motivates you. That is the key. And so what I want to share with you in the last few minutes, we've got about five minutes left, is an article I found from Victor D. Lopez blog called 10 Common Characteristics of Principled Leaders. It's impossible to have any meaningful discussion of ethics without acknowledging the fact that there is no single standard of ethical conduct that all reasonable people can agree on. A reasonable, honorable person who draws their ethical system from a relativistic uh, t teleological school of ethics like utilitarianism, sorry about that, will inevitably clash with an equally reasonable and honorable person who bases his ethical system on one of the ethical schools under the umbrella of deontology. It's a big article. I don't want to go through all that because I should have read it first because there's some big words in there. So sorry about that. Stumbled along. But what he says here, basically, in my experience, what makes uh, individual leaders ethical leaders is their consistent adherence to the following ten principles. Now, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with these. But again, it, I want you to get you focused on what it means to be a principled center leaders. And he has 10 characteristics. You can say the value to yourself, what you think of these. 
Number one, he says, they put the interests of the institution they serve above their own self-interest. I say this over and over. I believe this. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. It's about how you can serve, how you can be a conduit. Number two, they understand that character is defined by the small acts they perform when nobody's looking, right? The definition of integrity is doing the right thing even when nobody's looking. It's easy to do the big things, but it truly is the little things that tell me more about a person than the big things. Number three, it says they recognize that respect must be earned and nurtured over time, but it can be lost in an instant. Again, what I'm sharing with you is 10 common characteristics of principle-centered leaders, principle leaders. Number three, they recognize that respect must be earned and nurtured over time, but can be lost in an instant. Number four, they promote their people, not themselves. We're supposed to be building up people. This a life of significance truly matters because at the very end, you'll find out how many people you built up. Was your life all about you or was it all about promoting and building uh, other people? Number five, they take responsibility for their personal failures and for the failures of the group they lead. That's the old saying, the buck stops here. We get so many times that people blame everybody else. People blame everybody else. You know, sometimes you just got to say, hey, the buck stops here. You take all the failure, all the complaints, and you pass out all the compliments, all the rewards. That's a simple mindset for a leader who's living a life of significance. Number six, they share credit for their successes with the individuals who made them possible. No man is an island and a rock unto himself. We're all part of the larger continent. I have to remind myself that without my bride, without Valerie, I would be in a, in a mess. You know, right now, Valerie is my main help. That's why we, we have a cause out there. We want to we wanna get this thing going because we need help. We need some people. We need sponsors. We need supporters. We need to make this radio show a nationwide radio show, and we need your help. So reach out to me. They are consistent and predictable in their decision-making and the exercise of their discretion. Number eight, they strive to do what is right rather than what is expedient, regardless of the consequences to themselves. Number nine, they do not fear making unpopular decisions and clearly communicate their rationale for making such decisions to those affected by them. And they only serve institutions that do not require them to compromise their principles. That's the key. You've got to know who you are. You've got to know why you're here. And there's an old saying out there, give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal, teach them the fish, and you give them control of their future. At Like It Matters Radio, that's what we do. We teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Think about it. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate, animosity. There's a crisis of toxic proportions, and it's destroying us, and it's in our thinking. It's the way we process. And this pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Whether we are talking about mass murders by guns, knives, vehicles, hopes and dreams, and people are dying. Hope is fading. Like It Matters Radio, that's what we're here for. We're here to change lives. We're here by helping people change their thinking and doing based on how we are made. And our mission is to help people maximize the potentials they were created with and to live their lives like it matters. And you are part of that cause. You are part of that a way to make this world a, a bit better, one person at a time. I'm so honored that you choose to spend an hour of your day with me being under construction. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does 
Newstuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio.